0: following Is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about yeah!
0: this, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from
2: the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Frisco. Hand on Elliot. Plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lowe. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. A busy week ahead for the Dallas Cowboys from Oxnard, California. Practices each of the next three days and five of the next six as training camp rolls on here from the West Coast, presented by American Airlines. And we are talking cowboys, Kyle Yeomans, Mickey Spagnola, raising his hands because he got a sunrise bike ride in today, and then Rob Phillips as well as well, it's, uh, it's the start of the sprint, I guess, of this week and the marathon, really, of the NFL season. We're just underway. But, Rob, I mean, this is a crucial week for a lot of these young guys on the roster. What are you looking for as we head into practice number four today? About to get to some good
1: stuff. <laughs> We've got one more practice, I believe, without pads today. And then, yeah, Wednesday is everything. All the questions we get about guys, I, I think you have to you have to couch it With where they are right now in practice, starting Wednesday and then leading up to that first preseason game, I think the evaluations hold a little more water when you're seeing guys not tackle each other, Mick, but just a little more physicality and more, more like real football when they're in full pads. Put those
0: pads on, right? (laughs) Yes. Let's see what happens. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, and one of the things that um, I like to point out is, you know, when you play in underwear football uh wide receivers are real bold going over the middle yeah. right now let's see if they have any anxiety that knowing that when they catch the ball or try to catch the ball there's somebody that's going to knock the snot out of them especially going over the middle and these guys have been running over the middle carefree so well they're not be... going to
1: get the snot knocked out well but anyway they'll get here. hit they'll get <laughs> yeah. hit. i'll guarantee little wake-up call Got, yeah. i know it is look
0: Guys that have numbers like 14 and 15 and 16 and 17. How about 17?
1: Yeah, Elite he, Turner. He'll Elite start.
0: Turner. He'll start getting hit. You know, they're <laughs> not hitting 13 and 88 and, and and 19, but these other numbers, that's fair game. Uh, and then the other thing today, I want to see is, you know, after you um, have a day off, how do you come back lethargic or you're ready to go? Because We've seen that here before where you get a day off or two and it's almost like being on vacation, right? And you come back to work and you're like, oh, okay, i got to get back in the routine. Well, there's no walkthrough to get back in the routine because mm-hmm. they have the main practice in the morning. So it'll be interesting to see how attentive they are or if the coaches have
1: to work hard to get their attention. Well, and you've also mentally just look three straight practices. That has not happened mm-hmm. um This camp, and I'm not sure it's happened – well, I guess it happened in OTAs. But now with pads coming on, you got to get your mind right because this is kind of the start of a mental grind here with three straight days and in pads – and that game's around the corner, you know, and it's it's probably going to be most young guys playing, but it's that's an opportunity for guys to stand out on this 90-man roster.
2: Yeah, up. we're now into single digits until – single-digit days, I should say, until the Cowboys do travel to Canton. I, I think that's a great point that Mick brought up about the lethargicness of, of what could happen today. This may not be the best practice we've seen so far from the Cowboys if they're not sp- – if they're not careful, you got to go back out there. You got to have that same kind of energy intensity. Dan Quinn, of course, has been doing that on the defensive end. But is this a good thing for the Cowboys that practices five of the next six days? Kind of get not only into a routine, but just out of the pitter patter start and stop that we saw from the first really week of camp. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. And you know, you get your regeneration day on on Friday. It's mandatory, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the CBA. Uh, how many days in a row you can practice. But, yeah, you know, get get into a routine, get into the grind, and, 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 you know, see if guys – see, what happens a lot of times in practice is you'll see Rob mentioned uh, 17, Malik Turner, right, Mm -hmm. the wide receiver. Had a good day the other day, right? Yes, he did. Okay. Had a good camp. Now, can you do it two days in a row? You know, you can't just flash, and then the next day you fall back to, oh, who's that guy, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got to put these practices consecutively together if you're going to make an impression on this on the coaching staff. And there's a lot of young guys that, you know, we we see somebody flash, and then the next day is well, where'd that guy go, right? Um, so. Um, Yeah, this will be a really telltale stretch here, I think, these next three days.
1: The other thing, too, is when Mick mentioned the number of young players, 11 draft picks, a lot of undrafted rookies, Mm -hmm. guys that are in their first NFL training camp, when the pads do come on, okay, we want your intensity, but we also want to protect each other. Keep everybody up, nobody on the ground. Um, There's a reason Dak Prescott was held out of team drills in the offseason because they wanted to protect him. So. Let's be let's be intense. Let's get our work done, but let's protect each other too. That's that's when Jason Garrett was here. That was a message to the young guys when the pads started. Was just you know let's let's be we're teammates here. Let's be careful. A bit. <laughs> stop, <laughs> and stop me if I told you guys this before, but you know thirty some years ago when they
0: had training camp practice in Thousand Oaks, uh, a lot of a lot of those years early uh, in the kind of the late seventies early eighties they would bring the rookies in two weeks ahead of time mm. and, and kind of get their exuberance out of them. That way, when the veterans come in, you're not sitting there going, "Okay, I'm going to lay that guy out, right? I got to make an impression," and and they would they <laughs> kind would, of tire him out a little bit early. Yes, <laughs> and they would come they would come in here with all their draft choices, and you know, back in the day, they were drafting 16 rounds, and they would bring in all these free agents, and they'd bring them in early because there was really no off season. So that was the start of the season, mm-hmm. and they'd they'd work them out and start weeding guys out. You know, I could remember. Um Cliff Harris talking about, you know, when he got signed as a, a rookie free agent and they told him, yeah, he was the number one guy and, you know, and he's going to be one of their top DBs. And then he gets to training camp and there's 20 DBs there, you know. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I thought I was the guy, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and they did the same thing, a wide receiver. Drew Preston will tell you the same thing, getting signed as a rookie free agent. And you show up and, oh, there's 20 other rookie wide receivers here. Uh, so they used to try to do that, and I remember one year um, they had signed a, 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 a somewhat of a veteran running back. So it had been 1990, Emmitt's uh, rookie year, uh, and uh, Stan Smigala wipes out that veteran running back that they brought in and tore his ACL, Gosh. and it was a cheap hit on the sideline. But it was like the first day pads mm-hmm. were on. And it's like, that, yeah, you got to get that out of these young guys because they're all trying to do something to gain some attention. So, um, yeah, but it's good now. They've had this lead up, and when the pads come on tomorrow, they'll at least kind of been, uh, you know. Acclimated to for for a couple of days, Throughout, and
2: that'll be something to watch. I think throughout the early parts of of today's practice, and then of course tomorrow, whenever the pads do come on. But we've mentioned the wide receivers and kind of the extra confidence that some of these young wideouts have had over the middle of the field and having some success. We saw Dalton Schultz have a really nice day. Malik Turner, Osiris Mitchell, a lot of these young wide receivers fighting for a roster spot, trying to challenge guys like Noah Brown, Cedric Wilson below the top three wide receivers. But I want to flip it to the defensive side of the. Football. The safety position has been on and off right now. They haven't had the pads on, like we've said, so they're at a disadvantage already. However, the Cowboys, after a couple practices, said, hey, let's bring in another veteran that we've already looked at, already decided against, and Malik Hooker, and let's at least try him out and see what's happening. Now, Jerry talked about it the other day, Rob. One, what did Jerry say about the current situation of bringing in Malik Hooker, a former first round pick, a safety to maybe challenge for the starting job at safety and then is safety that big of a concern right now
1: his comments on Malik Hooker were brief I mean he's not signed yet so he Mm -hmm. said you know if he is signed to your point he can bring some experience to the group uh he's got their required COVID-19 protocols for coming in and working out and possibly getting signed so I think they're almost through those Mm -hmm. so in the next day or two, we might hear him being signed. And, and it sounds like they're very interested in doing that because of his experience. You know, he's, they brought him in in March and the same time as DeMonte KZ. And they signed KZ because I think probably they felt better about his medical situation in addition to the fact that he's been a Dan Quinn guy in the past. But Obviously, they like what he did in Indianapolis, Hooker did, and uh, a former 15th overall draft pick yeah. coming out of college. So I think the biggest thing that stands out is, what does Mike McCarthy always talk about? Dan Quintu, taking the football away. That's, that's the one part of the defensive identity, Mick, last year that they kind of got going uh, was forcing turnovers. Malik Hooker, when he's healthy, has done that. and mm-hmm. I think they're, I don't think they're panicking about the safety position. But they're looking for competition, and, and and really in that aspect as well. And I think he can bring that if he's healthy and if he can get back to where he was a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, and I think that uh, I think his five-day protocol is up, uh, so I think they can work him out today because okay. they haven't worked him out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and when they had him uh, in the spring, my understanding was he wasn't ready. You know, he he tore his Achilles last year, uh, and he wasn't ready to go. Uh, So they're going to see physically where he's at. Um, You know, and uh, let's face it, you know, he he ain't been sitting there for three months and saying, well, I'm waiting for the Cowboys to bring me back and work out. No one else has touched him, right? Um, So uh, I think they want to see where he's at. Um, And then physically, and, and I don't think they're panicking at safety. They're just saying, hey, this guy was pretty good when he was healthy In Indianapolis. But let's remember, he missed an entire season, I think it was 2018, with a torn ACL. And then he missed last year. He tore his uh, Achilles uh, September 20th. um, He missed some time in
2: 2019 as well. Right.
0: And and so, you know, you're right, former first round pick. Yeah. um, You know, he's got seven interceptions in his career. So I'm not going to go crazy. Oh, this guy's a ball hawk, whatever. But. He, he He's a he's a
1: classic free safety yes. type that can yes. go get the ball. And I think what they're yeah.
0: looking for is, okay, let's see if, if this guy's better than the other guys. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, these guys are terrible. We just need to bring
2: somebody in. So we're at a consensus here that this is not a panic signing. Yeah. No, this is, this is a so. depth signing, if anything, because, I, I mean, I even asked the question, I think it was Mickey that I was asking it to at practice the other day, is outside of KZ and Jaren Curse is the next guy up. Do you feel comfortable with that being your free safety combo or your safety combo in general? I don't necessarily feel that way. I feel like there's a really thin spot right now at the safety position, and I think this could help out. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the starter, but if he comes in and plays significant snaps and is able to have a rotation where you're not afraid of Letting something go over the top of your defense, I think it's going to help out a lot. And then you would think they've
0: already talked about this with his agent about (laughs) this is what we can afford. You're not coming in here to get rich, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be on a one-year deal, maybe two, but the second year is – probably gonna have some sort of option in it or mm-hmm. something like that uh, and you're not gonna make much more than the than the minimum veteran minimum uh, and you might get a little bit of a siding bonus but uh, yeah you're not coming in here to be rich but again you don't have a job on July 27th right no nope. can't get too choosy <laughs> no you, you can't right not. when you know there's 31 other teams out there that got 90 guys on their roster and no
1: one knocked on my door. <laughs> think back to the first week of training camp last year ha-ha Clinton Dix just demoted mm. from the first team to the second team didn't make it out of training camp that I think rough. I think they're looking at that from look we want depth I think when that happened and they decided that you know he wasn't going to be a fit and they were kind of counting on him being a fit potentially when they signed him, they were left with some issues <laughs> depth wise at safety last year and, and, and they haven't overspent to sign
0: kZ. No, nope. they haven't overspent to sign J. Ron Kurz and they haven't overspent to sign Keanu O'Neill. So uh, I would imagine this guy's, you know, not going
1: to break the bank here because there's much left in the bank nah. uh, under the salary cap. Well, fans are clamoring for them to spend at that position and they just haven't they haven't
2: done it you know they've, there they've... hasn't really been availability out there with some high name safety free agents outside i mean i guess names sure yeah Earl I mean, thomas is out there we got that but yeah that was a while back and he's a different player than he was in the legion of boom different different yeah. story there hasn't been that big name safety that's been on the market to be able to spin like that I, but yeah. there have been quality veterans that Maybe have some injury history. Yeah, history. Yeah, and look, they were
1: fortunate last year that Donovan Wilson just kind of, I wouldn't say came out of nowhere, but I don't know. I don't think they were expecting him to be this viable starter last year, and they were lucky he came in and, yeah. and played as well as he did. And I think to a certain extent, they're going to count on him to be a starter again. Um, yeah, you know, they. To me, safety is an important position. It is a position where, especially in today's NFL, if you can have a guy that can. Be a matchup problem, and you can move them around. I think there's value there. If they can be better in the front seven, though, front seven pass rush, your linebackers better. That'll help the safety position. That'll help the cornerback position. So you know, find some find some veterans who can come in and compete and, and be solid at that position. So solid. Let,
0: and 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 let's put it this way: from safety,
1: tell I, me I, your. Let,
0: see, I'm trying. I'm trying to rile him up. Put 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 me your position priority on defense and then tell me where safety comes in I know it's it ranks right, last pretty you. far down right Yeah. so if you tell me I didn't get to the Super Bowl because of my safety position I think you've had other problems so yeah, I disagree yeah, yeah but you, there... can, you can you can if, look <laughs> if you find a good one boy that's great but I don't think you have to just break the bank to, to, to fill the
2: safety position. Give me a guy that's solid, that doesn't make mistakes. See, but they haven't found that guy yet, and I think that's the biggest well, issue for Cowboys fans. Is but that guy have. hasn't Jeff been around. Heath. Jeff Heath was good.
0: He was serviceable. Serviceable he co- is a great word, word for it. He didn't cost them games. No. The, they, the, the, what cost them games last year, what did they have? 31 sacks? Go, yeah. g- go! Spend money on a defense. No, I, end. I,
1: don't disagree with you there. I do think they've had opportunities to address it. They haven't. Tyron Matthew went somewhere else and kind of helped transform a defense yes, in Kansas City. I mean, it can that position can be valuable, um, but th- look, they've looked to address other spots. You know, th- I'm okay with addressing pass rusher and defense, defensive tackle. I was fine with that. Defensive line spending mm-hmm. three picks on that linebacker? spot. I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. Linebacker, fine. You know, and maybe Israel can. Can develop into a, a safety at some point. I wouldn't expect that this year, but maybe in the next couple of years, maybe he can develop into a guy that's part of a rotation.
2: He certainly has a foundation for it, and yeah. he looks the part out there. He's running with the threes right now, Israel Mukwamu, who we're talking about right here. So maybe he does fit that mold, and he kind of works his way into that, but I think he does, like you said have a a long way to go. But we mentioned the defensive tackles. We've got a fan question surrounding those D-tackles. How does the interior of the defensive line look so far through camp, and have they improved upon 2020? We'll hit that next when we come back on Talking Cowboys. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens
0: for you. See more. Do more. Essilor.
2: Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands in Oxnard, California, you can see every exciting play with your Essilor lenses. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. Seymour, more, do more, Eslore Isaiah and Cowboys. Yeah, Isaiah, he'll be here soon. He'll be here soon alongside Heckma Harrison. You can catch those guys, by the way, on Hanging with the Boys, right?
1: Yes. Back home, they're doing yes. a good
2: job. Heckma hosted yesterday, which I heard was a lot of fun for so them. So you can see more with those glasses. See more. Better
0: yeah. peripheral vision? Or? And do more.
2: And do more. And do more. Eslore. See, we've got this down. <laughs> Mickey's got to get a a, a pair of Assalur lenses. Okay, we've got some fan questions. Chris is getting ready with the sounder in the back because it's time now for some fans on the 50. Fans on the 50. Boom, as always here on Talking Cowboys. We're going to start things off with Stingray. He asked a great question the other day, very simple one today. Any comments on the defensive tackles? Of course, they're going to have a lot of eyes on them. Mick, anything you... See sticking out with the interior of that defensive line early on? Ask me after tomorrow. <laughs> okay. When the pads come on. Okay. It's a little That's premature. A very fair thing but to say. But what
0: they're doing right now on the first team, they've got Carlos Watkins out there uh, along with Neville Gallimore, and they are really high on Neville Gallimore. Uh, he was one of the guys uh, that won the offseason workout award, um, and, and evidently he is really – uh, all-in on trying to get better. And remember, he ended up starting, what, the last eight, nine games last mm-hmm. year? Yeah. Uh, and there was a reason why he did that because he, he really improved. And, it, and again, here was a guy that you probably had high hopes for, no offseason, no preseason, uh, and, and just kind of got thrown into the fire, right, like all the rookies did last year without any lead-up. and. It took him a little while to get going, and understandably, because he was kind of playing a different position than he played at Oklahoma. At Oklahoma, they were in a three-man front, and he was playing defensive end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he's in where he should be at the three-technique defensive tackle with a four-man line, and uh, I'm expecting big things for him, but again... Let's put the pads on and see what happens.
1: I mentioned him the first show out here that I think you can mark him down as a starter. That's how they feel about him. That's what he showed last year. I talked to him at minicamp back at the Star, and he said, I'm, I'm trying to be dominant. I'm trying to be a dominant player. They think he's got that skill set because he is a good athlete at that position and can, and can be one of those pressure player disruptive guys inside. Um, I'm with Mick. I mean, I think... Offensive line, defensive line, pads help you tell the story a little bit better. But Osa Digizua had a sack or would be sack in practice. An on, impressive one too. Yeah, on Where Sunday blew
2: up the offensive line.
1: Yeah, you know he's he, I'm, he's one I really want to watch in the preseason and when the pads come on in terms of can how much can he crack the rotation? Can he be a guy that gets 20 snaps in the rotation as a rookie per game? I, I, I think that's possible um, because he's he's also got some flexibility. He can kind of play along the front so. He's one in particular
2: that I want to watch for sure. Reminder, Osa Odigizua was, was pit, taken seven spots higher in the draft than Gallimore just a year later. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably have similar expectations going into it. Now, you forget about Odigizua and just how high he was taken because there were 11 draft picks through this draft class, whereas Gallimore was the third. Odigizua was also the third, but still some uh, pretty high hopes on there. And, and one thing, one more thing on, on Neville Gallimore. Even with the limited access that we had last year with players, I got a chance to talk with him at the Senior Bowl. Got a chance to talk with him over Zoom after the draft, and then I had a chance to talk with him the other day when we we showed up here in Oxnard. And every time I've talked to him, I've seen a considerable difference and a considerable raise in his confidence and you can see it just in the way that he talks and the way that he's been around other people. And now that's different, of course, because he's had more time to talk to the media and he's been around this team longer. But if that's something that translates to the field, which I think it will, that's something to watch out for for a guy like Neville Gallimore.
0: And let's not forget Bohanna. Yeah. Uh, and, and he would be the type of guy that you got to see him in pads and, and and see just what he can do in the middle of the line uh, to kind of hold up, and you know what impressed me with him in, in in the mini camp and OTAs was the fact we're talking a six four guy that's three thirty or at least that's what they got him listed at that moves like he could be a tight end. So yeah. I like the fact that he's got good feet and, and and he's and he's mobile at that size. So when the pads come on, let's see what if he can make an impression. Uh, and
1: her- earn him some snaps. When they drafted him, I just I immediately thought of Don Terry Poe. Just immediately thought mm. because just a a huge guy inside who can help plug the run and and create you know create less space in the run game. Poe did not do that. No, you know he's done that yeah, throughout don't, his don't, career. Don't compare. I was to about Poe. to say you're digging a grave, do for Bohanna right now. I'm not making a direct comparison. I'm <laughs> okay. saying what the the role is, and okay. I think I think and Mickey's point is right. Like he's. For his size and he's been listed at different weights throughout his college career. I think he's like you said, three thirty here, three sixty was one listed yeah. weight at Kentucky. Whatever he is, he doesn't move like, like that. one one less meal when he <laughs> <Yeah>. when he
0: <laughs> yeah. when he, he weighed a salad once. He's yeah. he's not a tree stump. This guy can be active he's a good on athlete. that defensive line. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I, be interested when the pads come on what what he
2: does. If he's not a tree stump, what was Don Terry Pill? Don Terry Poe was, was basically a broken-down refrigerator. Okay, could, I was about to say, could you could we say it on air? I think that's a pretty good one. Okay, here's Ernie switching things to the offensive side of the football. He asked, this offense has struggled with slow starts in the past. Have you been able to see, and this isn't just really around training camp, but have he you been able He means in to,
0: individual games, I'm guessing. Correct,
2: in games. Have you been able to see the differences in areas of growth of Kellen Moore's game when it comes to tempo, execution, and situational football going into his third year.
0: I don't know. That might be overthinking it.
2: I don't disagree that they've had slow starts, even mm-hmm. when
1: Dak's been healthy. They've it, And I don't know if I can put my finger on it. Why? Um, but they have had trouble going back to 2019, kind of getting out of the gate. It's not every game, but it does happen. I will say, situationally, what we've really watched the most is, is the two-minute stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think Dak's been really good there so far. Um I think all, all three quarterbacks did a nice job in the 2 minute mick the other day. Danucci did. did really well. Where it Nucci, was, <laughs> and and
0: was working with the seconds too. But Yes, anyway. because
1: Cooper Rush has the back spasms, but it was a situation where it was either a tie score or they were down by 2 with minute and change left, had to drive the length of the field for a field goal to either win it or tie it. And I think all three quarterbacks they stopped the drill by the time they got in field goal position. So it was it was a good it was good work for all three quarterbacks there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, you know, slow, I, when he said slow starts, and, and I, I guess he meant in games, games because correct. the first five games, they averaged 32 points a game. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what happened in the first quarter, but, you know, uh, if they
2: didn't have slow starts,
0: they might have averaged 40 a game, I guess. <laughs> Good point.
2: That's a good point. Maybe that's something that Kellen Moore can work on. Speaking of Kellen yeah, Moore, throw
0: for touchdowns right yeah, away. Yeah, there you go. That, you see some sixty-yard passes right out the gate.
2: Point of the game, right? Is, they find the end
1: zone. They did have some games playing from behind, and they and a lot. Yeah, of, they some, did. A lot and of them had was turnovers. Turnovers, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Emilio asks any new updates for Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence? Their possible return dates. I believe Jerry spoke on this, right, Mickey?
0: Uh, Jerry said after Arizona. Um, Demarcus Lawrence can go out there and play a game right now. Okay, I watched him do his rehab uh, this last practice, and he's he's running like his hairs on fire, uh, doing all the drills uh, and moving really really well. They're just being overly cautious with him, uh, knowing that he doesn't need these mini camp practices. You know, you didn't have him in mini camp before. He doesn't need mini camp practices. When the pads come on and they feel like it's time uh, to go, he will be ready to go. We'll see on Amari. Uh, I at least saw him, um, what day is today, Monday?
1: Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: So Sunday, he was out on the cords. That was the first time I'd seen him on the cords. It's always a good sign. He might be able to do, been doing that and just didn't do it when yeah. we were around. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, I think, with him, and he's pretty particular, so I think they're just being cautious with him too. But uh, I think by the time the season starts, both guys will be uh, ready to go. And I think almost everybody that they put on pup uh, should be ready. You know, it's hard to know on Golston when you have a hamstring like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and, and
1: Tristan Hill too. And Tristan Hill. Well, not sure there.
0: They he, look. He he was working hard yesterday. I mean, uh, uh, the day before because uh, he was working out with uh, with Lawrence, and he was doing all the same stuff Lawrence was doing, and he was running really hard, and he's all in. Here's kind of their thought, I think, on Tristan Hill. They got, they got these defensive tackles, yep. right? You got one that you put on Pup. Now, do, do, do you want him competing with all these other guys that are fully healthy, or do you say, you know... I don't want to cut any of these guys. Maybe I leave him on pup for six weeks, and, and then by time the six weeks are up, he'll be even further removed from his torn ACL. I'll probably have an injury or so along the way, and Most then I can, it, I can activate him. Um, so I think they look at Tristan Hill as being in their, their hip pocket right now
2: he's almost like an unofficial reserve yes basically what they're going to use that pup list as and i think there's no rush to get him back out there and like you said with the the amount of defensive tackles that we've already spoken about i think it is without and we didn't even mention brett urban right brent (laughs) urban yeah yeah well he's look tristan's also 300 pounds
1: so coming off an injury like that usually takes a little bit longer Mm -hmm. than it would for a
2: blake jarwin so want to kind of switch this back over to the offense really quickly a couple of questions coming in about Connor Williams taking the backup uh center reps yesterday and maybe being that reserve center should something happen to the starter Tyler Biotish is there a possibility and this is from Scott by the way is there a possibility that Connor Williams could move to the starter spot at center and then maybe a Connor McGovern who played really well down the stretch last year move into the starting left guard spot any I, chance at all? I don't see that. No,
0: I think I, I think
1: they're looking for Joe Looney's replacement in-house. Tyler and
0: Biotish is good. He is good. He's good. He was better than Joe Looney.
1: <laughs> so, so that, Was that poking the fire again, so, Rob? I think so. You did it this time, I me. did it. Yeah. I thought you did it. Or, or, you or, mentioned or Joe our, Looney. Our, I mean, our buddy here that when, asked when, the question when, did it. When, <laughs> when,
0: I mean, do these guys watch the games? He was a, he. He had won that starting center job after Looney went out with his sprained knee, and then he got hurt, right? Yeah. And then he missed four games, and then, you know, by the time you get back in the swing of things, it's two more. And I think they just thought, look, for continuity's sake, we're going we're gonna to leave uh, Looney in there. This kid would
1: have won that job in the off season if Easy. there was an off
2: season i completely agree freak
1: thing too didn't he hurt his hamstring in, warm-ups in against warm Pittsburgh. ups again in warm yeah. ups that, that was that was 2020 in a nutshell
2: so i, I don't want to 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 ridicule scott i think he does probably watch the games and he's probably not hating on yeah, tyler beathes by any means fans. yeah i mean scott just see his a name question. come up Goodness in that gracious. question. so <laughs> but <laughs> I think maybe the concern that, that Scott may have, or maybe even other fans out there, is the availability. Connor Williams was the only player on the offensive line, starting offensive line, to play all 16 games last year. And at, if out of all of your offensive line... And coming off an ACL, coming, which is extremely important. Out of all the offensive line spots, what's the most important to have a rapport with? Center spot. For center. Gotta have a rapport with center. So maybe that's some of the thought process that goes into that question. But I agree with you both of you. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think Tyler Biotish is the guy. I think it's his job to lose. You just and have I think to have a backup. is at left guard. You
0: have to have a backup at center. They don't have a backup right now. They've
1: had Connor Williams focusing on guard. Yep. Or Connor McGovern fo- excuse me, focusing on guard. Uh Brandon Knight is focused on guard. So they've maybe they've got that position settled, but Yeah, they don't have a backup center. And what tells what's interesting about this though is if it works out, and and it's it's an adjustment period for Connor Williams. He didn't really play the position ever. Um, they he said after practice coming out of college, they looked at him, as, teams looked at him as a tackle and a guard. Um, so there's an adjustment there. See if he can do it. But it tells me they're willing to, you know, switch two positions in the starting five if they have if to. They need they're, to, which tells me. Maybe they're open to doing what they did last year before Zach's injury. Well, at right tackle right. if needed. But, or left
0: tackle. But answer this question. If, if it's not him, who's the backup center? The, uh, and don't tell me Forniak. It's not. Well, well it, it he'd be, be next. I think, I think week In, one. But he is. Braylon Jones was the other one. Yeah. yeah. Rookie free oh. agent. Connor they McGo- don't have anybody other than Biatish on this 90 man roster that took a snap at center in the NFL last year. I know. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's
1: worrisome. Why, that's why, with that question, it's Tyler Biatish's job. There's no question exactly. about that. Because of what they haven't done at that position. I, Connor McGovern played it at Penn State. He, he could play center. For whatever reason, they're leaving him kind of at guard, letting him focus on that. But the last but, time he did that was 40 years ago. I know. I'm just hey. We're just digging down here. Who, what, who's, who has snapped a football?
2: Yeah, they're giving them. you names. Oh, yes, gosh. I know. I've snapped a football before. Um, I, I have too.
1: <laughs> get in so, there,
2: Mick. My, there my we go. My
0: shotgun snaps didn't go five feet oh, over gosh. the guy's head.
2: Goodness gracious! I think week one you see Tyler Biotish as the starter. Connor Williams is the backup, and I think after the Cowboys go and get a win on the road at Tampa Bay on that Thursday Ooh. night, that Friday, I think you see seventy-three getting the call. I think Joe Looney will be in there because by that point, there's no guaranteed veteran deals along the way, and maybe that's what they're waiting for. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. I
0: think he, as long as he hasn't eaten himself out of uh, opportunity uh, and he's he's ready to go – Uh, I think it's a possibility that they look like he's in their hip pocket if they need him.
2: I think that's exactly the thought process right now. All right, I've got a game for you guys when we come back on the other side of the break. It's a little this or that. I'm going to give you some questions. Do we have to drink beer to do this? Uh, If you want. Can we? some Miller Lights. That'd be great. I feel like there's got to be something around here. Chris, let's hook it up when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit ATT.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium this season. A limited number of single-game standing room-only tickets are on sale. Now get yours today at dallascowboys.com slash tickets. The Cowboys returning back to AT&T Stadium Week three of the NFL season and get a chance to uh, start on the road this year and plenty of time until the regular season. But, man, we are right in the thick of things here in Oxnard, California. Rob Phillips, Mickey Spagnola. I'm Kyle Yeomans. i has got a this or that game coming up for you guys. Oh, Mickey loves games. Mickey, you want to go first then, since you're That's things, why I, that's why so I eager? asked.
0: These are like things you do at the bar when you're drinking beer, yeah. right? You yeah. play these games. He
2: used to play these with Broadus, and he had the best time. Oh, that's fun. Let's do it. Okay. What unit – can have the biggest jump from last year to this year.
1: It better be the defense.
2: Well, no, okay, so, so, so specific <laughs> position? position groups, oh. yes. So I'll give you five. I'm giving you five choices. Defensive line, cornerback, running back, offensive line, linebacker. So four of the five choices are on, on defense. So can, can or needs to? Can. can. How about, most likely to have the biggest jump from last year to this year? Most likely. Linebacker. Why is that? Because they drafted one in the twelfth
0: pick in the, <laughs> in the in the draft. It's pretty good. Do you think that will happen? You think it will be the biggest jump? Yeah, I think so. Because Leighton Van Dursch is going to be healthy, uh, and there's going to be a lot of competition on who's going to be on that uh, on those top three. But if 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 Micah Parson is on the field, where he will be, uh,
1: they'll make the biggest jump. Okay. Offensive line. Why is that? Because everybody's healthy, healthy right now. <laughs> I would say offensive line can and will, needs to okay. defensive tackle. They've got to be better on the interior defensive tackle. That's why they spent all those draft picks. That's why they signed Brent Urban. That's why they signed Carlos Watkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was a huge emphasis in the offseason. And that's you know, they really need to be more effective there. specifically against the run. Yeah,
2: you can't be thirty first again against the run in the NFL. You can't do that. That's not a not a thing. Okay. So
1: so so who you got?
2: Oh, I got. I would actually agree with you on linebackers. Okay, I think because uh, I I do think Leighton Vander Esch will have a healthier year. Hopefully, everybody forgets again. he was a Pro Bowler's he's rookie very good, year. Very good, before and that he hadn't got hurt.
0: happened uh, in like forever with the Dallas Cowboys to have a rookie linebacker go to the Pro Bowl.
2: And he's got a chip on his shoulder. They declined his fifth year option. He's got to find a way to either one go into a contract year with a good season, or two try and stick around and get a long term extension. So. Either way, I think he's got a, a chip on his shoulder. He's got a mentally focused offseason behind him because he even talked about that a little bit, and I think he's somebody that could take another jump. And I think the rotation with Micah Parsons and is going to help out And I think they got him well. playing
0: where he belongs on the weak side.
2: Yes, I agree completely. All right, what positions have the best odds for regression going the other way? Who do you think uh, could see a little bit of a downgrade this year? I, I put... <sighs> I put four here. You can add one if you want. Quarterback, wide receiver, safety, cornerback. Um, It's kind of tough, right? Because I feel like on paper you feel like you've improved in a lot of spots. Yeah, it is tough. Maybe safety. I don't
0: think there's anything that just
2: sticks out. Safety
1: is going to be worse than last year.
2: That's what I'm saying. That's kind of what I was thinking
1: is it's got to get better. Uh, And and really, even those positions at corner – uh, you drafted a guy in the second round. Yep. You had some injuries. It's, it's it wasn't season ending, but Anthony Brown missed half the season. I feel like you have depth there. Yeah, Diggs should be o- better. O- Ousseier missed almost the entire season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I talked to Trayvon Diggs. I asked him y- the other day about things that you you see He said he missed some opportunities. He said I got my hands on 14 balls last year and only got three picks. Not good enough. He said he got. He said all of them were in his mind. Interception-worthy type play. And let's see how Nashawn Wright plays with pads on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but yeah, agreed. But they might be better.
2: Name the what were the four options again? So I put quarterback, wide receiver, safety, cornerback.
0: Well, quarterback, if number one doesn't stay healthy,
2: yeah, you know, there's another position. Who's the backup? Yep. That's kind of why I put it there. I'm not necessarily saying Dak's going to see a regression that's the only thing I could see is if yeah. there's
1: injuries uh corner they've got to be better you know they got to be healthier they need Kelvin Joseph to step in and be able to play um, that might be the closest one or, or safety just because we just talked about it first segment there are questions about who's going to start yep. and how's that rotation going to look
2: and if Donovan Wilson doesn't have as good of a year as he did in 2020 then maybe that safety spot is a worse Worse off yeah. than they were. Well, how could it be ago?
0: worse? I mean, who it was? It was pretty bad, but who, it could definitely get try, worse.
1: Just trying to answer the question. Did they, <laughs> who did they
0: lose? Um, Xavier Woods. Oh, they did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and I, I and I still think he was underrated. Yeah. He, he was misused last year. They were playing him like a a, a linebacker in the nickel defense. What? He should have been. He should have been deep. Wilson should have been the box. The box safe Instead, they flip flopped him and, a lot. And, and, and they were using him as a linebacker at what? Skinny 215 pound, maybe 20, 215, yeah. maybe? He was, he was maybe. under 200 and, when he and, got there. And drafted. the other team's playing two tight ends, and he's playing in the box. Seriously?
2: I can't disagree with you there. Okay. I'm going to move on to this final question. The Olympics are happening right now. It's been a hot topic of conversation. I watched the women's uh, volleyball. I did last too. Night. It was a big win some, over China. Some
0: girl named Tops Thompson Thomas. is Thomas. Oh wait, Thompson. no, it was Thompson. You're right. Thompson. Thompson, unbelievable. Yeah, she was nuts. She can go up. She got these long arms, and when she goes up to spike the thing, man, she's not missing. No, they swept China three straight sets, and China's defending champion. Nice, how about yeah, that? Oh, I'm right. up yeah. on my women's about volleyball.
2: That? You got a USA Olympic shirt underneath. That's the right. Cowboys don't flash anybody, but <laughs> I mean, you got the you've got the shirt on underneath. Show it. us so that six
1: pack, Mick. Who?
2: Ooh, there you go. That was from the London we, Olympics.
0: Brad and I bought these uh, twenty sixteen. The the. The mall. The
2: when you went to Camarillo. Under? No. Oh. Okay.
0: They were everything was on sale because the Olympics <laughs> Cause it was were four years ago. By then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four years after that. Okay. Who would be on your podium for best cowboys of all time? You've got three minutes to tell me why you got a gold, silver, and bronze. Best players ever. Yeah. Ever. Just for fun. I just I, well, if you, you want know, to find a different topic, you can. I find mean, one, it's but. pretty.
0: I mean, if it's easy, tell me. You're going to say Roger Staubach, right? Yep, and
2: it's the gold, right? Unless you want to argue
1: with Troy Aikman. You got Heath on there? (laughs) Jeff Heath? You got Heath on there? Maybe he's a bronze medal winner.
2: (laughs) The The GOAT. goat. David Ellman's shout out. Yeah, goodness gracious.
1: I would put Roger. Yeah. Bob Lilly's got to be on the podium. He was my bronze. he's, He's Mr. Cowboy. I'd put him bronze. I'd put Roger... Gold. Well, I put Emmett silver. That's
2: it, my exact yeah. three. How
0: did it turn out in our little poll?
2: Uh, I actually went back and looked at it. Roger was one. Bob Lilly was two. Emmett was three. Aikman was four. Yeah, okay. that's that was uh, pretty good. But I flip flopped Lilly and S- Emmett. That's that's my only change. I put him as silver when I voted on it. I had him silver too.
1: I missed you, the poll. I didn't see the poll.
2: You voted on it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was a no. while back. It was like last that was year. A long time ago. Oh, I yeah! Thought, the top I thought sixty meant- of all time. That was like the sixtieth anniversary thing. Oh, I thought you meant you put it like a Twitter. Oh poll no, out there. no 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 no. Okay. No.
0: No. Yeah. It was yeah. The top sixty.
1: Yeah, Roger, Emmett, Bob. Yeah.
0: Roger. I Emmett,
1: agree. Bob. You good with that.
0: I think I had Roger, Troy, mm. Emmett, Bob. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm Troy. okay with
1: it. You can, you, can you can substitute Troy and Roger, right? That I,
0: I think I mean, it's they're a, it's they're. A, it's a, I mean, it, it's a default, right? You go to Roger, but I think there's an argument there. There is definitely an argument. Rogers the most Super beloved. Bowls there. Yeah. yeah, Captain America, all that stuff. I mean, people somehow, even you know, when it started coming to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame voting, take Aikman for granted. He was good. He was good, and they weren't there without him. I guarantee you that. I don't care if they had Emmett and Michael and that offensive line. If Troy's not there, they were
2: not there. No doubt. Just simple as that. Well, he's fourth on the list right now out of the ones that we've mentioned. He's not like 14th or 15th. No, no, it's I didn't like say he's, that. He's, he's up That's there. why I said he you was second. And that's why that's I said okay. it's a good argument, him or Roger. Well, there you go. I love that. I just kind of wanted to pick your brains for a little bit. I haven't been around very long, so I'm trying to see where I stand up in my thought process. You're catching up I'm trying. I'm trying to get there, but that's going to do it for us here on Talking Cowboys. Busy week ahead. We've got practices in each of the next three days, five of the next six. We'll be back on Thursday to break it all down for you, and then again on Saturday. For Rob Phillips, Mickey Spagnuolo, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you next time on Talking Cowboys.